Okay, good morning. Being that this Shabbos is uh, Yuchvat, Tovrei Tovshin Pei Dalad, which is 74 years from Yuchvat Tovshin Yud, 73 years from when the Rebbe first said the first Basilagani, Tovshin Yud Aleph. So I thought it appropriate to um, review the Maimir, um, Basilagani. And specifically, Perikudalad, chapter 14, which, as we know, corresponds to this year, the cycle that ever began every year after Tovshir Alf to explain the corresponding chapter. Tovshir Bez, he's explained chapter Bez, chapter 2, Perik Bez, and then Tovshir Gimel to Perik Gimel. And so it went till Tovshir Lamed, when the Rebbe concluded the Hemshech. Perikhof, there's 20 chapters in the four Mamorim of the Hemshel Basilagani. No one knew what would happen the next year. Tov Shalom Adal, the Rebbe began the cycle again. From Perik Aleph, and so, of course, it became meaning Chassidim, following the Rebbe, to uh, learn speci- specifically the chapter that corresponds, which is Perik Yudalad in our case, this year. And now we have also two Mamorim from the Rebbe, that the Rebbe said, the Tavshin Chavdalad and the Tavshin Memdalad, or Tavshin Dalad Mem. So I thought I would uh, summarize it, since there's so many shurim out there on this on this Maimir, Baruch Hashem, Yagul Tere Viyadir, many different Magidah shurim, and Mashpim, and Maskilim, and Evdim, everybody weighing in. Um, so I don't want to go over things that have been said. So I, what I did not see really and I, what I'll emphasize is I think maybe the single most important thing is the context of the Pedic in context of the whole Hemshah, of the whole series of Mamorim. Many questions I saw asked, and many of the Pulpulim are all about the actual chapter. And if you understand the context, the chapters before, the chapters afterwards, as usual, it helps understand the whole thing, because Pedic Adal is not a separate chapter. Meaning, even though the Rebbe focused on it in Tavshel Chavdalad and Memdalad, but it's a Sehemshel Chenyonim. The Friedrich Rebbe is in the middle of discussing a number of things. So I want to focus on that, which I think will also answer a lot of questions and put things into a broader context. So the real question that should be asked is this. What is the theme of the Maimon altogether, Basilagani? So I want to say to you in one line, what's the theme of this Hemshel? 20 Prokim. As I said, for my modim, Basilagani, Ayeshavas Beganim, and then the next two don't have a Dibra Maskal, it just continues. Each of the four my modim have five chapters, so it's a total of 20 chapters. Just, just a little background to help understand how it's published. As we know, the Friedrich Rebbe did not say these my modim in Tafshin Yud. He said them actually in Tafresh Begimel. In the my modim boy in Bishalach, Tafresh Begimel is when the Friedrich Rebbe actually delivered the my modim to my modim. One is the first ten chapters, the other is the second ten chapters. And there actually, the Dibra Maschal is not Basilagani, there the Dibra Maschal is Be'etzim Ayyemazeh. The Rebbe was preparing, of course, Apihirov and the Friedrich Rebbe, after the Friedrich Rebbe stopped saying Maimorim due to health reasons, and then stopped writing Maimorim. They don't know exactly when, but sometime in the Tovshin Vo, maybe uh, Tovshin Hey, not exactly sure, but the Rebbe gave out Kuntresin. So Shabbosim and Yom Tevim, the Rebbe would give out a kuntus, and that kuntus was usually my from earlier years. 
So the, so the, for this Shabbos, the Rebbe prepared for Shabbos Parsha Boy, Yud Shvat, for this Talkus, he prepared the Kuntus for that Shabbos, which was was Le'ilin Nishmas, the Rebbe Lifke, the grandmother of the Friedrich Rebbe, whose Yotzeit is on Yud Shvat. The next one is Yud Gimel Shvat, which is the Rebbe uh, is it the Rebbe Tzin Yeah, Shabbos Beganim. And the Rebbe gave it out. And then, as the custom was, then for Purim was the third Kuntris. And for Beznis, it was the fourth Kuntris. These four Kuntris make up the Hemshel Basilegari. I think it's just good to know how it exactly emerged. Now, as I said, it's based on the Maimorim of the... It's not just based, it's Ozba Os, the Maimorim of Tofresh Pegimul Boyim Bishalach. Now, just again for the record, I think it's good to know the Ma'amorim Boyim B'Shalach are also, as usual, the Rabbeim's Ma'amorim are based on earlier. That's based on a Ma'amor Bosiligani Tofresh Nun Ches from the Rebbe Rashab, and Be'etzim Yemazeh Tofresh Pei. So the Friedrich Rebbe base, so if you go to Tofresh Nun Ches and Tofresh Pei, you'll see a lot of the themes and actual Lashenis from the Ma'amorim and Bosiligani. So by looking at those Ma'amorim, you actually get sometimes an easier way to sum up the Ma'amorim because it's a lot shorter there. The Maimorim for the Rebbe Rashav are not as long. Rebbe Rashav, Friedrich Rebbe, is Meirich a lot. So, thank God, we have actually, in Tofresh Pegimel, we have a Rishima, where Abchatsha Fagin, the secretary of the Friedrich Rebbe, writes that he heard from, uh, or maybe it's the Rebbe that writes, I'm not sure, someone writes Ha'ara, that the Friedrich Rebbe called the Maimur, which we call today, Basilegani, a Balabatasha Maimur. So usually Balabata Shemaimer is, you know, like it's uh, organized, it's it's Masuda, more, uh, I guess, Tsungenglach, more related to Balabatim. But the Friedrich Rebbe explained what he meant by a Balabata Shemaimer. It's a Maimer that teaches you to be a Balabas over your Nefesh Abamas. That's what this is from the Mamash from the Friedrich Rebbe. So here we have the Rebbe himself, the Balha Maimer, is telling us that the central theme of of Hemshech, uh, of the Boslagani, is Sabrina Balabos of the Nefesh Abams. Now, just like we have the Agdome, the Sharblat of Tanya tells us the whole Tanya is based on Korvelech Adore Meid, by knowing that the whole Emshir is coming to teach us how to be a Balabos of the Nefesh Abams, you can see that as like a central theme that runs through the whole Emshir from Pedic Aleph through Pedic Chof. So I think it helps create that type of focus. What is the punchline, so to speak? And indeed, to sum up, before we get to Perikidal itself, to sum up, so what taka does the Friedrich Rebbe lay out? So we all know, Basilegani Achesikalo, that says, Legani, Ksivkan, Leilegan, Lignuni, that Abish is returning to his bridal chamber. Gani, his garden, his bridal chamber, Gnuni. Which means, because Ikashkina Betachtenim Hesa, the beginning of creation, and was only due to the Chete Sadas that caused the Shkina to be nostalgic. And then the subsequent generations, seven generations, the Shekhinah continued to be concealed. In simple English means that when a world does not behave in a way that's aligned and consistent with the Eberster, what he wants us to do, there's a certain dissonance. You know, think of a machine that you were sent to use the machine a certain way, and you used it the wrong way. You took your phone and put it into water. Or you, or you put something that shouldn't be near fire, near heat, and it got overheated. What will happen? The machine and its purpose become what we call dissonance, disconnected. So the Eberster wanted the world to be a certain way. The Chetet Sadas went against Ratzon Hashem. 
So basically, the engineer uh, t- we did not do what the Ebishter wanted. So the machine called the world and the, the Shechina, which is meant to rest in this world, cannot just similar similar to Churm Beis Hamikdash. What happened? You build a Beis Hamikdash. It's supposed to be the Mikdash for Shechanti Besechem, but Mipnechateinu due to Sinaschinam or whatever other reasons that the, the, the Chazal, Chazal tell us, there's no Avas Yisrael. The Sinaschinam, the Ebrister says, how could I be Shechanti Besechem among my children who are fighting with each other? So the Shechina cannot be there in that situation. So seven generations. Then it was reversed with Avram Avinu comes and he began to be Mamshechelekuz back by Avram realigning the world with his purpose through his tzedek v'yeshet and the lasses doka mishpat and everything Avram Avinu was meisah nefesh for, he began to reverse the process, bringing the Shechina back from the Kiyashvi to Shishi, Yitzchok, Yaakov, seven generations, Kol Shvi and Chavivin, Moshe Rabbeinu finishes the process that after Matan Teda, in the Mishkin v'shechanti b'seichem, returns the world to the way it was by Ikar Shechina v'tachtenim haisa lifnei hachet eitzadas. So now it's realized, the problem, of course, we know is that after Matan Teda, there was Chet Eidel, and the process again, the Histalkas began again. He doesn't talk about that per se in the Maimon, but just to put it into context, so Matan Teda, Takaposka Zumosan, the Zuma, the toxins of the Nochash HaKadmeni or Posca were interrupted and was cleansed the world, but it was only the Fishah. After Matan Teda, Chazu Zumosan, after Chet And that created the goal is that we are until this very day. So even though we have a bay, we had a Bayesishan and a Bayesheni, and we had all kinds of Giluyim, but the permanent, the permanent presence of the Shekhinah below will only be La'asid Lave through Masein of Okay, then the continuing Hemshech, the, the Friedrich Rebbe continues to explain, okay, so what's Taka Aveda now? How do we create Veshechanti Besechem? So he explains exactly the details of that when we behave aligned with the Ebishter, like in a Mishkin, through a Vedasar Kabonus of Odom Kiyakir Mekem Karbil Hashem, that we're makriv our nefesh habamis, the shtus, the umazah of the animal soul. So we're essentially recreating a Mishkin in our own personal lives. So then we're Mamshil Dishkin. And not just the Shechina, it's Stalik, the Kutsubricha Bakula element, even a higher level of the Shechina, Stalik, Makif, and higher, higher levels. So, in other words, he's now going to explain what the Aveda is. So, many ways the Maimir right now becomes a very central Maimir. It's essentially the whole purpose of existence, why we're here. Why doesn't the Shema come down below? In order to transform the animal soul and the physical world into a Dirabitachtenim. Or in the Isis of the Maimon into Ashkin, into, uh, into Mishkin. Mishkin lays Borov, Veshechanti Besechem. So the continuing Prokim now talked the details. First, Avedis are Karbonus in the Mishkin. Then it talks about Ase Shittim. The Mishkin was made out of Ase Shittim. Shittim represents Shtus, from the word Shtus to the Umazah, to be Mahapachet, to Shtus the Gdushin. Obviously, I'm not going into all the details. I'm just giving the general flow to get to where we are now, to the Perikudalus. Then the next step is Kroshim. The Mishkan was also. So you see here, the Mishkan is being essentially used as the model that the Friedrich Rebbe lays out, based on the Maimonim from before the Friedrich Rebbe, the model of how we transform this, ourselves and this world into bringing Basilagani back to Eibesh, the Shechina, should be returned 
but this time much, much greater because it'll be permanent and it'll be the highest levels of Elokus down below. Okay, what's Kroshim? The ace is Kufre Shin. Bekitzer Sheker is the same letters as Kroshim, Keresh. To transform again the Sheker, like the Shtus of Lomaza, the Sheker of this world, to transform the falsity of the Alma de of this world and the Nefesh Abamis, which fools us and lies to us because it tells us that Aniva Avsi 8, when in truth, Eneid Movade, the Abrist is the only reality. So Aravade is to overcome the Sheker and turn it into Keresh. Similar to the Shittim. And then he concludes the first time Prokim by saying, and who does this? Sivas Hashem. Did Sivas Hashem do it? That's why we're called Sivas Hashem and Parsha Boy, that Be'etzim this is where the Maim of Be'etzim talks about, that Sivas Hashem, we are the warriors, the soldiers, that accomplish this battle, because it is a battle, the Muhammad with the Nefesh Abamis, going back again, Abalabad Shemaina. How to become a balabos over your nefesh abamis requires a melchama. The whole of Tanya is based on that. The melchama with the nefesh abamis, and Pedig's test, he explains it in detail. To nefesh alikis nefesh abamis. And the goal is to transform the nefesh abamis into kedusha, into lakus, and in turn the whole world into ambishka. Then the next, that's the first temperakim. The next temperakim starts talking about the sivis Hashem. First he talks about the name sivis, tzvokis. Or Svois, the name, uh, that, that name, what that means. And then he talks about the famous marshal, which we all know about, repeated many, many times. It's just like an army. When they go out to war, it's not just a, a, a defensive war where we're fighting an enemy. The, the Melech will put on the line everything. All the Eitzes, Bizbuz Eitzes, he'll splurge the treasures meaning all the things that were hidden, like he says, generations that no one ever saw these treasures because they were concealed and locked away in the, in the archives, in the, what do we call it, um, the vaults of the palace. So the Melech will completely, because Midas and Etzachen, to win this battle over the Nefesh Abamis is such a powerful Midas, it's Mushlish and Etzema Nefesh, deeper than all the other Midas. Basically, the enemy brings out the strongest resources you have to the point that the Melech is mashli of the fun of he himself will sacrifice himself for this war. What war? Let's go back again. The war against the Nefesh Abamis and the Sheker of this world. Okay, then begins the Prokim, basically pray Prokim, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalet, all cover the next section where the Fidika Rebbe goes now. So what's this Eitzer? Okay, that's a Moshal. What's the Nimshal of the Eitzer? So he says the Nimshal is that the Eitzer represents Eitzer of Yerushalayim. Eitzer of the Eibushter is what it says in Konizayan, Eirei Sof Lamay Lamay Laadein Katz Lamatamat Adein Tachlus. And first, in the first three Prokim, Yud Beis Yud Gimel Yud Dal, he explains Lamatamat Adein Tachlus, and then Pedik next year, next year's Pedik Pedik Tzvov and on. He continues about Lamayla Mayla Adin Ketz and makes it clear. The Eitzit is Lamayla Mayla Adin Ketz. However, to understand Lamayla Mayla Adin Ketz, we need to understand Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis. So here is the first thing I think it's critical to explain. What is the Friedrich Rebbe really saying here? How is that an Eitzit? And why is Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis help us understand Lamayla Mayla Adin Ketz? And how is that connected to the central theme? So again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be critical and I'm not critical of anyone, but I, I saw in a lot of the discussions, this to me is the crux of it all. 
And the answer is quite direct and quite simple. Let's not go back to the whole theme. The theme is the war. That's why we have these Eitzes. The Eitzes are given to the Anshe Chayel, the, the simple so- foot soldiers on the front line, which is us, Tzivus Hashem. So you have to say that Eide and Sof is that Tayach. That's the Eitzes. Specifically, L'may L'mala Aden Ketz. But we need to first understand L'mata Mata Aden Tachlis. So even though the order is the opposite, like the Rebbe emphasizes, but he begins with Lamat Madadei Tachlis. So basically, it's saying that Eire itself exists, is given to us as a gift. I don't know if the word gift is the right word, but it's given to us, the Anshechayel, the Tzivu Savaya, to accomplish the war, to transform the Sheket of this world into Keshe, into Keshe, to Keresh, the Shtuz the Lomaze, to Shtuz the Gdusha. So now you can understand what, why the Shizik Rebbe elaborates three prokim. What's, what's in the three prokim of Mata Mata Aden Tachlis? It's all about how Eloquus is everywhere. And he goes very methodically. And as the Rebbe explains each year, Tavshin Chav Beis, and then Tavshin Chav Gimel, and then this year corresponding to Tavshin Chav Dalad, the methodical approach that the Eden Sof is not just remains Lamaila. If Eden Sof remained Lifni Atzimtzum, or even only in Atzilus, okay, how does it help us in Elam Hazar, we have a battle going on on earth. But we told that the Eitzis are Nizgala down to us, to the Sivas Hashem. So in the Chalami, Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis is not yet the Eitzis, but it's part of the Keiches we're given. So basically, these Prokham are teaching us what are the Keiches to transform the Sheket of this world. So if you look at the themes of these chapters, especially Perik Yedalad, which we're going to discuss now, you'll see it's all about that Elokus goes everywhere. Lamata mata, even the Roshan of the Friedrich Rebbe is, even in the Vodim Achit Tachtenu Vachishvelin. So he already began this theme in last week's chapter. In last, meaning last year's chapter, I should say. Perikud um, Gimel. That Lamata mata means Elokus goes even to Biyah. And he says, even into a place where Liya Ediv Aniyas is And he gives a Dugmois and Aveda of people who learn Tedesh Shema. Or a Balesik who forgets that the Ebershah gives him the brachas. Even there there's Elikus. But in Perik it comes the summation of it all. That though it's Lamata Mata, Eden remains intact. Atamachayas Kulam. So what's the theme of Perik in, in, in one line? That we, down below, have Eden Sof intact. That's not in any way affected by all the Tzimtzumim and all the concealments of the air as it comes down below. So when we're fighting the war with the Nefesh Abams, so soon could I have a Havamina, you know what? How can I fight such a war? Look at this world. I mean, it's what people say all the time. Look now, during uh, this war going on. October, since October 7th, that they call it. So what do you have? Yeah, look what's going on. People say, Mamish Almed Shikra. People have different narratives. I'm just giving you an example of the shekel of this world. We don't need to look very far. Look at the lies. Look at the propaganda. Look at the other narrative where people, even Jews, Rahman al-Tan, can come and say that Israel is the, is the perpetrator, that they're the ones that are the criminals. That's Alma the So the first thing will come is an element of Yush. How can we fight a world like that? Mainly if we're living in a world of Emes, Hechere Elimus, Nekdushadika world. But we're living in a world full of shekel. Mamish, the words of the Maimon, Sheker. Shtus the Comes the Maimon and says, No, Eirein Sof is here with you, completely intact. Not just Lamaila, down here, Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis. It's basically telling us that we have in the deepest darkness, 
we have the Kechis of the Ebishtah with us. In simple Balabatrisha terms. I don't mean to use that term, but since uh, we're using it, that's what it means. And the Friedrich Rebbe goes step by step, and the Rebbe in the Tovshech of the al elaborates the Chiddush step by step. So first he tells us that the Eirein Sof comes down the Mata, just looking at the actual Shainas from this Maimon. Mamshir Peri Kedali, he says, Atem Achaya, the Hachis and Evroim, and goes all the way down, Hora Hora, Bechol and Evroim, Venetzim, Venasim, from Megeres HaKedish, in every detail of creation. And then he goes, Nimshim Bechol and Evroim, Hazonim of Farnas, Mekani, Reim, Madbetsi, Akinim, the Erechai is made of a Nimshigam, Madregis, Ayesha, Tachtenim, Vayesha, Shvelim. I actually looked up the Maimon and Tafresh Nun, I'm sorry, Tafresh Pei. That's a Mayim Azeh. The Lush is a little different. Same Techen. But the Rebbe, the Friedrich Rebbe says, Yesu Shvelim, not just Tachten. And then he says, Im Osak Shamayim Shamata, Vatsir Sholahincha. Meaning, when you climb to heaven, the Abish is there. But also Shol. You know what Shol in English means? You don't even want to say it in English. A grave. In the lowest, the darkest of dark, death. That even in the darkest of the dark, which is Mamish, another way of saying Almadashikra, a world that's Hepachachayas and Hepachakdusha, Hinacha, the Rebbe is there. That's the Lashon from Tavshin Yud, meaning the Friedrich Rebbe's Maimah. And then the Rebbe elaborates these words, the Rebbe's words from Tavshin Chavdalat. Afa Pishi Yeshlim and Yenushim Lamata Mata. Commission is Borali Il Baruchat Kamadargus Bazad Lamata Mata, to the point. Not only in the lowest levels of Gdusha, but also in Klippus. Not only in Klippus, but also in the Yon Lamatama Klippus, which is what? Ha'ever al Ratsenia's Baruch, because you can have a Klippa that's Mailam and Alekuz, but it's not Ever al Ratsenia's Baruch. So even in these lowest levels, Hincha, the Abish is with us. He's Behelam Taka, but he's there. So in other words, when you're fighting the battle against the Nefesh Abamis of the Shtus, the Lumazah, and the shekel of this world, you have Eirein Sof Lamata And then the Rebbe goes on to explain many of the details step by step and explain that even Lamata Mata, like the Gdugmi Gisham Yasef, that even in Erva Sa'orets, in the darkest world, Yasef was intact. His integrity was preserved without any Shinui. Brings the story with the Balshemtav, the same thing with the Balshemtav. All this, if you think about it, the central theme, is to tell us that even in the darkest darkness of this world, Mata Mata, Sof is there. And then the second half of the Perikidal is not just that it's there, it's there without Shinri and Inspilus. Because you can say, okay, fine, we have Eden Sof down here below, but it's been compromised. You know, like Oyer, when Eir travels, if it travels into a dirty environment, you know, think of light that shines into a very toxic room. It doesn't get rid of the toxins. The, the light also can be affected by it. Says the Pedic, no, it's not affected because it's Belihisarvus Klal. It, it shines there, it's there, but it's not affected by it. It's not nitvus, not defined by it. Which tells us a critical point. Because you could say, okay, alien stuff came all the way down, but it's not the same alien stuff as it was above. That's not correct. It's a more diminished light. Can move and is concealed. Lifnat Simpson or Nasilis, Eden Sof obviously is radiating in a very revealed way. There's no room for any hepacha velikus. But to say that it was, it was compromised, absolutely not. So you understand now, it's not just that the Rebbe is explaining Dargis and Eir. Someone came to me and said that 
He was at a shir, and they explained there was a whole lot of riches for two hours about how the air doesn't change. And he asked the question, why is it the gate to us to know this? And the guy started yelling at him and said, what do you mean to know that air doesn't change? But the answer is very simple. It's the gate to the whole Amshel Hamaymen. Because if the air changes, then we don't have the keiches we need to fight the war. Yeah, it's very nice to say we have the Asus and we have all the Giluyim, but the Giluyim have been somewhat polluted, or somewhat diluted. Says the Maimon, no, no Shina at all, no Shina in his pilus. And that's how he concludes Pedic Yudalit, as the Rebbe explains by Riches. As you see, I'm not focusing so much on the details, I'm focusing on the main Emshir. And what does the Rebbe say at the end? The Sima Pediku, Zeu Lamatamata Adin Tachlishu, Bispashus, Begili Gam. Ad gamba madrega yeshus failing betachlus. Well, not actually, it's there. Now, if you actually look at the end of last year's maimer from the Rebbe Tovshech of Gimel, he actually sums it up. Also, he says that the bottom line is atem achayes kulam as kulam, and that's why the Rebbe emphasizes that atem is not atzmus. I mean, not only atzmus. Because why? Because you're talking about atzmus is everywhere by kamashmula. You want to say that even oir, even giliha oir exists all the way in the lowest levels. And the Rebbe even adds, and that's why lo yidach nidach, that even as the air comes down below, sof kol sof, even the klippus and even evrei saying it will ultimately do tshuva, because it will all they will all be transformed. So it's not just that we remain intact; the world will be transformed at the end of the day. Okay, this in some way sums up tovshin, the, the pedik yudalad in context of the hamshech, and also sums up some of the Rebbe's main points in tovshin chavdalad. As obviously you see, I'm not going into every detail and all the all the rabbeim. You could do it on your own. I wanted to more contextualize it. But here comes the big question now, and this is a thing again. I I don't I've not seen people talk about really. Okay, so very good. Um, so then why? So what do we need lemay lemala ade in cats then? Because after this pedic, as the Rebbe says, after this pedic will come, and now we'll go to lemay lemala ade in cats to the point that he'll say. That Maila Maila Adin Ketz is a completely different type of Amshach, what he calls later Shnei Amshach, Shenim Legamri, or uh, I forgot the exact Lashna, something like that. So, what do you need Maila Maila Adin Ketz? And how do Lamata Mata Adin Tachlis help us? So, let me say a few words about that. I think it's critical to understand the whole point of the Hemshach. Because what I said till now is this that even though we're in a dark world, with the world of Shekhar, and with all its challenges, as every other inish benafshe, the nefesh abamis has all its tachbulis and methods and tricks to keep us in its clutches. So we should know we have Eresof with us all the way here. But we're going to say soon it's not the Eitzit. The Eitzit is the Eitzit Hanela. Eresof lamata mada den tachlis, even though it's not begoli for us, but at the end of the day it's a gili air. That even at the lowest levels, you have some elikus. We have to find it. And we have to look for it. But at the end of the day, it's a gilly. It's not Helen. So here's the question. What about the very Helen itself? So are we saying that the Abish created a Helen, and the goal is to overcome the Helen and bring Gilui into it, and then you have loss of Mashiach comes, and that's that. That's not enough. We need to come and also transform the very Helen. Remember, the goal is to transform Sheker to Keresh. Stus the Lumazet, the Stus the Gdusha, and not just the Skafia. So the Mata Mata Adin Tachlis can teach us how that Yibetzad the Gavra, meaning us, 
we shouldn't fall down by Yerush or a resignation because we have Eid Yisrael with us, even in the darkest places. Even like he said in the Shol, Hincha, the Ebersh is with you. Wherever you are, the Ebersh is with you. Like, like it says in Zayin and Pasha Boy. Why does it say Boy El Pare? Because Mesha was afraid to go into the Amkeya Klippus of Pare. So the Ebersh says, come with me, Boy. As the Rebbe explains in many Sikhs. In other words, we have the Ebersh with you. But what about the very element of the world? What will happen to that? So, but, but, Pashas, you could say, it will be disappear. But then the question comes, the biggest question of all. So what was the whole Tzadus and Golas? Thousands of years, from Chet Eitzadas till today, what was it all to get rid of the Helen? So we should get back to Ikashchina B'Tachtenim, so that was before the Bria, before the Chet, rather, Tchilas Abriya. That's the Chiddush, we go back to where it started. That's what well, thousands of years of, of challenges. We know that's not correct. These thousands of years have added something else. The Helam itself, us overcoming the Helam, is transformed to what Chassidus calls, that he'll use later the Lush in Helam Ha'atzmi. In other words, Mata Mata accounts for that there's Gilead Akus everywhere, but it doesn't account for what happens with the Tzimtzum, with the Helamis. That's Lamai Lamala Adenkets. Lamai Lamala Adenkets, what does he say? Helam Achad Helam. And later he'll say it's the Makif of Er Chazer, not the Makif of Er Yosher. It's, it's, it's Helam Be'etzer. What is the Eitzer? The Eitzer was not just a Gili that the, Ebed, the, the Melech gives the soldiers during the war. He gives, them, he gives them weapons. He gives them artillery. He gives them ammunition. Of course you need that for a war. That includes that's the Melech, the Ebishter in this case, Melech Malchem Lachem who giving us all the things we need, that even in the darkness of the war, in the Sheker, we have the power. But there's one thing that's missing here. The Helam itself is also created by the Ebishter. Remember, the Helam is that Simpson Adishan is also the Ebishter created. So the Maila Maila Aden Ketz is the Eitzel Hanelam, that nobody ever saw before. That was not there when Ikashkina betachtenim haysa. Betchilas abri, we did not have that Eitzer, because there was no Muhammad. The Eitzer is only revealed when there's a Menagat. Odom Chava had a, a, a challenge, but bottom line was before Odom Chava, the Chet Eitzadaz, there was no Menagat in a true sense of the word. They didn't have to fight. I guess they had to fight their temptation, but it wasn't what we would call the war that we're fighting today. So that's why Ikash Shkina B'tachtenim Hesu was Mamayu Lamata. The Ebershter created the world and the Shkina is below. Basilagani. Then came the Chet and all the Halamas that came after that. So yes, so now we have all, from Avram Avinu and on we have the Giluim on Nimshech and all the generations. You have all the Giluim. You have Yesef. You have the Bashemtev I mentioned from this Pedic. All these Giluim are giving us power that even in the lowest levels you have Eirein Sof. But what about the Halam itself? So Lema'ila Ma'ila Aden Ketz teaches us that the Helam itself is rooted in Helam Ha'atzmi. Helam Achad Helam. And that's a completely different Hamshacha. That's not Hamshacha of Gili. That's not finding Elikus in every detail of the world. That's saying that the very Tachtenim that we live in, the very Sheker, was created by the Ebeshter as well. Not Chazrush Shalom taking away our Pchira, but the Masava Elam that we have, that's possible for a person to be Eivar and Achet, is not created by us. Other Machava, they sinned. But who created this, who set the stage? 
Who created the Eitz Hadas? And who created the Nochash? And who created all the challenges? So when we come to discover that all these Alamis are also part of the Kayach Simpson of the Eberstad, Hein Hein Vuresov, and that Helam itself is the power of the Eberstad, then it's a full transformation that happens. Now you have the Gili of Eisr Hanelam that comes Dafka from Kayach Etzem. This is not Giluim anymore. So as much so, so this is the understanding. Eilein sof lamata matadein tachlis prepares us to reach milamay lamay ladekes. Because the first thing you have to do is try to find elikus in everything in the world. In Ashgach HaPratis, like he says in the Maimah, that when you, that a person looks at the world around you and you think about it, you you see maybe not the Kayach HaMahava, but you see the Kayach HaMachaya. And from the Kayach HaMachaya, you come to the Kayach HaMahava, you see the Nefleis HaBeda. That's finding elikus everywhere. But there's another big issue. Once you find the lakus, even the mata mata, then you come to discover that the very mata, the fact that it was created by a helam and simpsum is also And that Asa is given to us as well. And ultimately that's the power of the Kalsum Etzama that gives us the power of Mesidis Nefesh, like he says later in the Hemshech, the power to overcome every challenge. Because Fact of the matter is this, as much as Gilea Lakus we may find in this world, so we could say, okay, even in the Shek of the world, Nishtana, and there's no Ispilus, and there's no Isarvus, but there's still one big problem. The Shekhar itself is still a powerful Shekhar. Okay, you're saying I shouldn't be spoiled from it. So now it comes even a deeper level that's not just the Gili of Elakus that stands, that's not just Elakus that's Begili, even Lamatat Mata de Tachlis. But the Etsim could also be in this gala here, and that's through the Eitzir. I'll add one more point from the Tavshechov Hei, in the Maim of Pesach, Benocha. And it's now printed also in Asich Shmini Chelik Yud Zayin, The Rebbe adds this in Aveda. He says an interesting, powerful word. He says, Dirba Tachtenim means that Tachtenim themselves, Begidroi Heim, become a Dira. But the Geder of Elam is Lashon Helam. So to bring Elikus into the world, fine. Elikus is stronger than the helm of the world. But it's ultimately not Tachtenim themselves are transformed. So the Rebbe says, yes, Tachtenim creates a tremendous Samoyan. When you're in helm, like he says in Tanya Perik and other places, it creates a very deep thirst that only a helm can create. So when that helm is used to become a springboard that's made a person to overcome the helm, that's something that Gilui cannot do. That comes dafka from the Helam. You cannot have that in Giluim. Because at the end of the day, even though there's Ilya Lekus down the Mata Mata, but there's more Gilui Lekus in Atsilis. But Helam is only in this world. And it's the Helam that brings out the deepest Kechis, the Eitzis. Without a Helam, you don't have that. That's why Dira Betachtenim is the Atzmusay. And Atsilis is Yerida Lebe'er of Baruch. Why is it Yerida? Because it's still on the level of Giluim. And we want more than just Giluim. We want to reach the Etzim itself. So that is some context of the Hemshech, especially through the eyes of Patek Yudalid, and leading, of course, to the next Parakim. And the practical Tetzah is obvious that we have all the Kechus we need to overcome any challenge. We have them both in Giluim, Lamatamata Ade Tachlis, and we have the Kech HaEsem, Mesiris Nefesh, that comes from the Menagid, from the Helam itself, which is Lamay Lamayla Adein Ketz, which is the Eitzer Hanelam, the ultimate Eitzer from Atmos Ein Sof, like he says. So may we finish the job before you trot. And Zerzen, the Rebbe says, Niske Zezich Min Rem Dolamata Masar Tfachim Vuhu Yigalein. Take.
Ja. 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 Ja.